Hey guys, it's Casper from Massachusetts, C-A-S-P-H-E-R. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, and I hope you've been enjoying what you've been hearing so far. So we got some voicemails from <clears throat> other listeners, and we got someone like the guru um, who sent in some stories about pranks. Would This would be like a catch-up from the last episode, so that you guys got a snippet of what was going on one episode ago and if you have some things you want to share you can send it to the email that was provided in this segment and many other episodes I always try to leave an email in my episodes so that listeners could send in audio messages and it can be featured and everyone can listen to you and your stories and stuff like that so hang on what's up casper i love your show you always have something interesting my prank was uh, just awful i did it for um for april fools and it was for my brother and what i did was brother rest in peace and please forgive me but this is hilarious i was living in north carolina i had just gotten to north carolina i called my brother and i said listen jay i need you to come over i need you to get in your car and drive down here i've just murdered a man and he said well where's where's mr guru at and i said well he he's not here he he left you know he he is working right now and I I need help. I need you to come down here and help me. He said, okay. He said, okay. He said, is the body out in the open? I said, no, it's in the backyard. He said, throw a tarp over it. I'll be there in 12 hours. He was going to drive all the way from New Jersey to come and help me bury this dude that I killed. I said, I didn't kill him on purpose. He he was trying to hurt me, so I just shot him with the shotgun that was in the garage. He rode up on a horse, and he scared me. And my brother was like, oh, my God, all right. Uh, get a shovel, get some lime, and just throw a tarp over this guy for now. He said, I'll be there in 12 hours. I'll call you when I get ready to leave the state. I said, all right, hurry, please. I was crying and everything. Two hours later... I called my brother up. I said, where are you? He said, I'm, I'm in the car. I'm, I'm almost crossing over uh, out of Jersey. I said, Jay. He said, what? I said, Jay. He said, what? I said, April Fool's. Ha! That was just to get him back because him and my mother played an awful joke, making me think that my mother had died. You know, so it was payback for me. And I was seriously, you know. Every year they got me. So I had to get them. And then there was this one time with my youngest daughter, Nicole. I, uh, she kept on bugging me. Mommy, mommy, buy me this. Buy me that. Buy me this. Buy me that. And then I said, Mommy, who are you talking to, little girl? And she said, okay, Mommy, stop. I said, 
I'm going to call the police if you don't stop following me around. We were in Walgreens, by the way. Shout out, Walgreens, pay me. Anyway, <laughs> so I kept on going, I don't know you. Please go away. <laughs> stop following me. I walked up to the security guard. I walked up to a security guard and I said, um, sir, can you please help this little girl find her mother? And she started crying and she started throwing herself on the ground. And I was like, okay, all right. No, mommy's not buying you this, but don't ever do that again. She was like, oh, mommy, I hate you. You're horrible. I said, who? She said, never mind. <laughs> Oh, man, I had her going. She was going for an hour following me around Walgreens as I was shopping, <laughs> crying. I mean, it was bad, but, I mean, she, you know, kids, sometimes they just get to the point where you can't handle them anymore. So I was just trying to be creative, creative parenting, and uh, I got yelled at by Mr. Guru for doing that. But it was fun. It's your girl, the Guru. Peace. I'm out. So guys, you heard the message from the guru and scary April Fool's Day. Well, not scary, but yeah, it kind of is scary. You know, you get a call from someone that says you killed somebody. You're like, what? OMG. Or, (laughs) you know. You just can't figure out what to do with the kids that just kind of drive you kind of crazy. It's kind of like the story I told you guys in my previous podcast episode from a day ago. Um, The kids that just wouldn't stay out of the stuff and I had to put on the scary recording of the Babadook. Oh gosh, that drove them nuts for a while. But I do have a story about something, you know, scary prank associated with a scary movie my nephew who was a child then is now a fully grown adult probably hated my guts that time probably for a year after what happened to him so he must have been at least 11 or 12 or something when when this happened to him and I was I don't know early 20s And, you know, we were all over for Sunday dinner. And, you know, back then it was like a full house. Everybody was just like all over the place. And, you know, when kids are like that age, they get to be a little rude sometimes. Or just, you know, they're in the process of discovering their, like, their real true characteristics of who they are and stuff. But he was kind of fresh. You know, he was a little fresh you know, for his age. He did something and it was not very nice. And we had just finished watching that movie, Drag Me to Hell. I don't know if you guys remember that movie, but it was horrible. It was ugly. It was scary. And I'm just like, my brother who was in the army, just, he kind of got a little, you know, some goosebumps about that. Not like goosebumps and fear, but like goosebumps and how ugly that character was. She was just absolutely, ugh, ugh. not, nah, something that would make you stay up at night. Like, yo, that shit's fucking crazy looking, yo. <laughs> so.
So, right after he finished watching the movie with us, 11 or 12 year old nephew, um, he kind of just walks past me and he pushes me. And I'm like, what for? What did I do? I didn't do anything to you. He goes in. He goes to the second bathroom that's on the other end of the house. And so I decided, hmm, he just finished watching the scary movie. The light switch is on the outside of the bathroom and the door closes outward. So I just snuck over, held the door shut, hit that light switch, and I started screaming, the lady from Drag Me to Hell is coming to get you. She's coming, she's coming, she's coming. She's coming out of the toilet. She's coming out of the tub, the mirror. And oh gosh, if we were in cartoons, I think that this kid, you would have seen his imprint, like the outline of his body when he tried to run. <laughs> oh my God. When he tried to run out of the bathroom because he was that terrified of that movie. Man. <laughs> this kid was screaming and hollering and screeching. Ah, let me out. Let me out. And I'm like, nah, this is going to teach you to stop being rude. You're going to stop being rude and don't push people out of your way. So he got held in the bathroom with less than two minutes this kid was out panting and screaming and crying like oh I don't want to I don't want I don't want to go I don't want to go in this bathroom anymore so for a couple of weeks anytime he went into that bathroom and he saw me go past just minding my own business out of nowhere I would hear him go stop don't touch the light switch leave the door alone and I'm like, and I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that to you this time because you were not being rude to me. But the next time you do it again, I'm going to hold the door closed and I'm going to hit the light switch and I'm going to start screaming about <laughs> the lady from Drag Me to Hell coming to get you. I don't think he ever watched that shit ever again. I don't think he ever would even now as a 20 something year old now. Um, but I got him pretty good, you know, that was a pretty good prank and (laughs) well, I guess you might want to consider, I don't know, probably call me a bad aunt, but this is what you do when you gotta, when you have nothing else, like no, no, no other way to turn when you have to deal with a kid or kids that are driving you crazy. So this is what happens you know I held the door shut and I called I called out the ugly lady from drag me to hell it was this lady it was just I mean that movie was just really gross it wasn't scary it was just disgusting it had a lot of gooey gory stuff and it was just awful like ugh, just nastiness um (laughs) so there goes my story and I hope you guys check out the guru story as well I mean uh, podcast she has some reggae artists that may be interesting to everyone as well I'm gonna tune in I'm gonna listen to the guru as well um, well I hope to hear some crazy stories from you guys as well 
I'll put the email in the link below. Well, in the next segment. And you guys can rack your memories of all the crazy things you've done or pranks or whatever. What's up, girlfriend? Oh, man, Casper, that is a trip. Man, that movie was so scary. I almost pissed my pants watching the commercial. I'm not the type of person to watch scary movies at all. It is not my scene at all. I'm like this. If I want to get myself really scared, all I got to do is get on the subway at 3 o'clock in the morning in Harlem. That's scary enough. Okay. <laughs> I don't need anybody else to scare me. Thank you. I'm from New York. <laughs> anyway, you have a lot, an excellent week. Happy Manic Monday. Please stop by my station. I've got a new reggae artist you might enjoy. I'm your girl, the guru. Peace. I am out. All right, guys, so we're going to take a slight turn with a podcast today. Um, So lately, I have been working on some poetry because I've gotten back into doing poetry and sharing some of what I've been doing to the public, going to open mics and poetry shows around the city of Boston. So stay tuned. And I have this poem called A Reminder for everyone to listen to. That's if you've made it this far through the podcast. And once again, I'd like to say thanks to everybody listening to my podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, everywhere it has been distributed. So just hang on. So this poet poem is called A Reminder, or just, yeah, A Reminder, um, starting, you are enough, you are worthy, you are smart, you are certainly just as good as anyone else, give anxiety a permanent oath of silence, firmly planting your shoe on anxiety's neck, calm down and remember you are good enough, now go be awesome. So, this poem is actually much better when it's performed on stage because then I have like a guitar player or a bass player or some drums or a piano going and I like like jazz music in the background. So I just recited a poem. Um, So I don't know how, but I remembered something. I guess I was up at night and I couldn't sleep and just too many things happening so I figured I would just write this poem it all started off with just a something that somebody said and it was like something like you are enough and then I wrote it in the notepad and then I cropped it and I shared it to Instagram after doing a screenshot of the simple two words you're enough Um, then I just turned it into a poem So now it's in here on a recording. Anytime some folks need a reminder, you can go find that and listen to it. And so I am on a platform called Poetizer. You can look for me with the name Casper. 
C-A-S-P-H-E-R. And you can follow me on Poetizer for more poetry. If you guys have stories to share or any comments you want to send, you can send it to the email casu305 at outlook.com. And I'll say it again. C-A-S-U-3-0-5 at Outlook.com.